Protein powders, protein smoothies, new high-protein versions of standard foods, high-protein diets. Protein's pretty much everywhere these days, but do we really need to care as guys over 40? Is protein like kale? Maybe it is wonderful, maybe it is amazing, but you don't really have to eat it if you don't want to and you'll be just fine. Is that what protein is? No, it's not. What I want to talk about in this episode is why protein is important to guys over 40 like us. But more importantly, from a practical standpoint, let's look at the how. How do you get enough protein into your diet without having to change much about what and when you eat? And also, how much protein is enough? Hey, Chris here from Over 40 Freaking Awesome Podcast, helping guys over 40 get in shape, lose weight, look and feel awesome without having to become some, you know, hardcore health nut. I'm a fitness and lifestyle coach here in Ireland and online and also a married dad of three and I share on this podcast how I've gotten myself and my clients in better shape in their 40s than in their 20s in a realistic and sustainable way. Now I'll jump into the whole why and how of protein in a wee second. I just want to make you aware first about the weekly email newsletter I send out to subscribers rebooting the dad bod. It's a free weekly dose of advice and motivation, kind of supplementing what I cover here on this podcast to help you get your ass in shape without turning life upside down. Sign up to receive it at uh, offacoach, O-F-F-A-C-O-A-C-H dot com or on my Twitter profile at offacoach. And you'll also get the free dad bod overhaul workout program when you subscribe, which will help you make progress in your workouts quickly and in only a couple of hours per week. So let's talk protein. Back in the late 90s, when I started lifting weights, I bought a one kilogram tub of Joe Wider or Vider Muscle Builder Protein Powder. And I brought it home very excitedly and I set it on the table. And a while later, I saw my mum and dad doing, you know, that whispery argument thing that parents do. My wife and I do it now, actually. You're kind of arguing, but you don't want the kids to hear. They were doing the whispery argument thing while gesturing to my uh, my tub of protein powder, clearly disagreeing about something. Anyway, eventually my dad approaches me and he says, son, uh, this, this stuff you've brought home, is it uh, steroids? <laughs> I then had to spend the next 10 minutes explaining to him the role of protein in muscle building and the fact that you do not buy steroids in one kilogram tubs and you certainly do not buy it at the shopping mall. As I explained to my dad, muscle is built by the body synthesizing protein after the muscles have been damaged, beaten up through working out. It can be a pain in the ass to prepare as much protein as needed through cooking alone, hence the existence of protein powders. As much as they are marketed as some magical substance, they're just powdered food, and that's how you should see them too. So protein powders aren't necessary. They just save a lot of time and effort. So let's look at why we should have protein in the first place, aside from muscle building, because that's just one reason to make sure you're getting enough protein. If our goal as guys over 40 is to stay trim, not gain body fat, stay lean enough to look good in the mirror, then protein is a big help here too. Whereas the body wants to break down carbohydrates in foods quickly for energy. Think about things like Gatorade or bananas or lots of pasta when you're about to do sport or an intense activity. In contrast, protein fills you up for longer because the body breaks it down more slowly for a slower 
release of energy. And if you think about it, if we're not being that active outside of training and workouts, if we have desk-bound jobs or we spend a lot of time sitting down, a diet high in protein is ideal because we don't need that immediate energy that carbohydrates would give us and we just store that excess energy as fat anyway. So if we can focus on protein in our meals, that means we will stay full between breakfast and lunch and between lunch and dinner and between dinner and bedtime. And this just stops us grazing on snacks between meals because we're peckish, which will invariably make us eat too many calories each day and gain weight. So protein keeps us full, but as with my tub of quote-unquote steroids, protein helps us retain and build muscle, even after 40 years old. Now, I'm sure you know this. You're a smart fella, and I've covered it in previous podcast episodes. But the confusing thing is, how much protein do we really need to, on the one hand, not be deficient in protein, which would lead us to lose muscle, and also further along from that, to have enough if we want to build muscle? And also, are all protein powders the same? Because supplement companies and protein bar companies and people like that will claim that you need an absolute ton of their products and lots of different variations of it because they want you to buy more protein powders and all of their products. It can all get very confusing. So let's just try and clarify how much protein you need on the one hand to retain the muscle that you had to not be deficient. And then also I'll cover how much protein you need on a daily basis if you're trying to build muscle and then later how we actually manage to get that amount of protein into our diets. To retain what muscle you currently have so you don't waste away and become one of those kind of old guys who trips and falls and just busts bones in his body because there's no muscles holding it together anymore. To retain the muscle that you have you need at least 80 grams of protein per day. That's based on studies into just the average guy. But what does 80 grams of protein a day look like? Well, a chicken breast, normal sized chicken breast has 30 grams of protein. An egg has eight grams of protein. Four big tablespoons of 0% fat Greek yogurt has about 20 grams. And a scoop of your average whey protein powder has about 25, 26 grams of protein. So from the sounds of that, do you think you're even getting enough protein per day to avoid muscle loss? If you think about your average day, are you sitting down to the equivalent of almost three chicken breasts or almost 10 eggs or loads of yogurt or three or four scoops of protein powders? Because if you're not, then not only are you not going to build muscle through your workouts, you're also not going to keep what you currently have. You can, of course, go nuts with protein to avoid that and aim for something daft like 250 or 300 grams of protein a day eating tons of wee small meals, lots of protein, living your life on protein powders, just to be safe or in the mistaken belief that you'll build even more muscle if you overdo things on double the amount that you need. In a second, I'll get to what I feel is the ideal daily amount for you to shoot for. But again, to quote another study, men built muscle on 120 grams of protein per day. If you think back to what that would look like, that's the equivalent of you having two chicken breasts, and two scoops of protein powder every day. Now, that already seems fairly doable, doesn't it? A couple of chicken breasts, or their equivalent in pork or beef or fish, and a couple of scoops of protein powder. That is eminently doable. So it is possible for you at this stage to start building muscle through your workouts by getting enough protein. But the standard advice, and what I'm going to advise you to do as well, for the ideal amount of protein to get 
on a daily basis is one gram per pound of lean body mass. So if you would be super lean at 160 pounds, that would equate to you trying to get 160 grams of protein into your diet every day. And as I say, that's what I recommend that you aim for. Now, we're human. Some days you may miss that by 20 or 30 grams. That's okay. But if you're aiming for 160 grams, you're much more likely to get that minimum 120 grams every day. So if you can be aiming for that equivalent, that one gram per pound of lean body mass every day, you'll do well with your workout program as long as that workout program is challenging your muscles enough every week and giving you enough recovery time. Cough, get my free program at offacoach.com. Cough. <laughs> so that's the numbers sorted. That's all very well and good, having a number in your head. What are the main kind of freely available protein sources that you should focus on? Well, fish and meat are great. They come in at about 30 grams of protein per 100 grams. So if you have 200 grams of chicken breast, you're talking 60 grams of protein. Eggs, like I said, 8 grams of protein. So four eggs would get you over your 30 grams too. Even multigrain breads these days can have 5 grams per slice which means 10 grams of protein in a sandwich even before you've got to the filling, which could again be very high protein. Being aware of trying to make protein, I suppose, the focus of each meal first, then adding your carbohydrate source like rice, pasta, potatoes, or other bits and bobs like vegetables or fruit, that's the way forward. And if you think about it, that's what you do at a restaurant anyway. You choose the fish, the chicken, the beef or whatever, and then you choose your side. And that's what you should be doing with your meals too, especially at dinner. The protein needs to come first. But what about using protein powders to hit that minimum 120 grams or that kind of ideal higher amount that I mentioned for building muscle? So whey protein is the one you've heard of probably the most, and that's also the best protein powder for right after your workout as it gets broken down and synthesized quickly. Now you'll see whey concentrate and whey isolate mentioned online concentrate tends to be cheaper isolate is better quality uh, mixes a lot better and is better for people who maybe have maybe like a mild lactose intolerance or some type of allergy but to be honest if that's not you then whey concentrate is absolutely fine other options you'll see are casein protein which is more slowly digested and bodybuilders would use this outside of their post-workout whey protein as they want it to be more slowly and more gradually synthesized but for us now you're getting into the realms of buying multiple types of protein powder and overcomplicating things if you're thinking that you need multiple tubs of protein you're just trying to get enough protein into your diet so what i'd recommend is get yourself some whey concentrate and you would have that mixed in water right after your workout to make sure protein gets right into the muscles straight away and then if you're using protein powder later in the day to make sure you're getting adequate protein on a daily basis, just add a scoop of the whey concentrate to milk or even mix it into a yogurt for a kind of dessert because then the milk or the yogurt will ensure it's more slowly digested anyway. Just a quick note on other protein powders that you may see mentioned online, things like uh, beef or soy or egg white powder. In my experience, unless you're getting the super expensive ones, they all either don't mix particularly well and therefore they're fairly gross to uh, consume or they cause excessive gas. Either way, that's either no fun for you to consume or absolutely no fun for your family with you stinking out the entire house. So I would stick with whey concentrate or whey isolate, to be honest. 
So try and get that 120 grams a day minimum or one gram per pound of lean body mass if you're trying to build some muscle by making protein the centerpiece of each meal, the first thing you have in place, plus then adding a couple of scoops of your standard whey protein, you can get to the ideal amount pretty easily and you're ensuring then that you're seeing and feeling the benefits of all these workouts that you're doing. I hope that helped to clarify the whole protein question. Please rate and review the show if you get a chance. It's always appreciated. Remember, as I said, to sign up for that free weekly email newsletter at offacoach.com and you'll get the free dad bod overhaul workout program in the process. And of course, remember, I am only an email away. If you have any questions at all about getting yourself in shape, chris at offacoach.com. I'll put all these things in the episode description on whatever podcast app you're currently using. Anyway, it's lovely talking again to you, mate. Take care of yourself. Bye.